Hello, hello. My name is Ibrahima Abraham Cisse, and I'm the founder and creator of the Freedom Project. And today we have another amazing guest, Maria Laura, and she is a yoga and meditation expert. Uh, Maria is a Hatha yoga teacher, and today we're going to have a very good conversation with her. Uh, I'm very excited to learn more about ways that we can cope with mental health uh, through the work that she does. So, Maria, uh, I want you to give us an origin story of uh, who you are and how did you end up in Kansas City? I know it's a very loaded <laughs> question, but you can uh, just start with where you're from and then we yep. can slowly get to how you get to Kansas City. So. Cool. So I'm from the Italian Alps, very up north, um, close to Austria and Switzerland. So we speak mm -hmm. German there as well, but both Italian ich and German. Ich will nach Yeah, sehr gut. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of uncles that, are, that, that, that live in Germany. And one of my uncles sent me a translator and I will learn. Uh, I, I was like teaching myself Deutsch when I was like 14 or something. But I, that's, that, that's all I remember. That's pretty good. That's pretty good though. Yeah. <laughs> wow, <laughs> you I get know, around cool. with it. Right. Anyway, yeah. So um, yeah. Uh, how long were you there? Um, so I grew up there and mm -hmm. um, in my 20s, really, I was traveling a lot, um, spending, you know, time in Australia and England, working mm -hmm. there and then just also going to Asia a lot, actually. Southeast Asia, India, Bali. Mm -hmm. oh, um, wow. Yeah, but then I returned in my late 20s and started mm -hmm. my yoga business there, opened my yoga studio there and was running until the pandemic happened and I right. had to close just because it was the like pandemic. so strict there. Mm -hmm. But really it like, it worked really well because mm -hmm. I also met my husband in Bali just a few months earlier. Hey, shout out to husband. He's here in the room supporting <laughs> as usual, the man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, so we wanted to be together and it was kind of tough with everything that was going on with the pandemic and mm -hmm. the loss. He couldn't really come to Italy. I wasn't able to go mm -hmm. to the States. And so we ended up going to Mexico and we spent a year there mm -hmm. and then we came to the States here and that's how I ended up here. Oh, wow. Well, mm -hmm. that, uh, now I have a million questions. Okay. I'm, I'm going to take you back a little bit. How old were you when you were doing all the traveling, mm -hmm. going back and forward from, uh, you said Australia or Australia? Yeah. So kind of like I finished my university degree. I did mm -hmm. journalism and just um, oh, language. Wow. And mm -hmm. I worked as a journalist at that time as well. Right. And then when I was done with the degree, um, went to New Zealand and Australia, lived in Australia for a year. Mm -hmm. I'm, I don't remember. I think I must have been like... 23, 24, maybe? Mm -hmm. Right. Something like that. Yes. And then, yeah. And from there on, um, yeah, lived a year in Australia, then went to Southeast Asia. Mm -hmm. After all the traveling, returned home, had a reverse culture shock, if you want. Mm -hmm. And just realizing that I'm not <laughs> sure what I want to do with my life anymore. I was right. very ambitious when before I left and wanted to be, you know, successful journalist. But I started having doubts as I was traveling and changing a lot. And right. And so I had my first little bit of a crisis. And actually, that's when I discovered yoga that was really helpful for my mental health. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, what? I want to learn more. Right. And that's how I then continued going to India, did a yoga teacher training there. And then oh, from nice. there on. Yeah. And then from there on, I did a little bit more traveling, worked a little bit in England, mm -hmm. saved up some more money, went back to India, did an internship there. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. And then from there on, I wanted to do a second training. So I went to Bali, mm -hmm. did that second training. And then afterwards, I returned to Italy and um, and started my wow. yoga business. Wait, so so you did your training in India? First training first in training. India. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's amazing. How was that like? It was great. You know? Like, yeah, you know, um, 
a yoga teacher training can be quite a deep experience because right. here you, you're not only learning something new, you're also working on yourself a lot. Right. And, you know, if you do a lot of yoga, intense yoga stuff can come up and mm. it definitely did that for me as well. And I wasn't right. quite aware of that. People call it a yoga reaction, but basically mm. you store a lot of emotions and memories in your right. body and they get unlocked. And so huh. it was like the first step of healing in a way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 you know, I, I um, you know, to your point about like the reverse culture shock, mm-hmm. I wish I, I I had all of those skills to deal with that because I um, lived in the U.S. for a little bit and I got to be in in a group of people from from my family and I could not relate at all, which was mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, I, you know, we're st- y'all are still talking about the same thing because, again, yeah. you know, even though, you know, I've traveled a lot and I've uh, dipped into different cultures, have different experiences and the things that I talk about are different. Uh, I'm pretty sure you've had that experience, too. But how did you deal with that? Because with me, I just completely just shut down, which is not healthy. But in, yeah. your, in your case, you had all these other tools in your toolbox. Well... I think, you know, honestly, when I returned, I remember mm-hmm. I was just sitting on the couch right. for a while and I was like, fuck, right. like, it's not sure if you can swear on this <laughs> oh, podcast, yeah. but let it, let it, <laughs> anything is possible. It was just like, <laughs> man, like, I didn't really have the time to process all the things that I experienced. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you come back home, you realize you've changed because the environment is still kind of the same. Right. And people expect you to be the same. Yep. But then you don't really fully fit in anymore or you start being back in those roles that actually you don't really like. Right. So I was just kind of sitting on my couch for a while and just had to like, just process and mm-hmm. just realize things that I didn't see before. I see it from a different sort of angle, different right. perspective now. Mm, and yeah, I was just not doing so great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's when I started to go to some yoga classes and that kind of started helping. Mm-hmm. And then I started to do my own yoga at home. And right. that was really good. Like, you know, just stepping on the mat, doing like three sun salutation, that was everything I could do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of like brought some momentum in. But also must say that it kind of started before for me because when I was traveling, um, I went through a breakup, but we mm-hmm. had like a lot of stuff happening. And then when I was in Thailand, in Southeast Asia, I did a Vipassana meditation retreat, mm-hmm. which went really deep and was my first sort of spiritual experience, my first sort of like experience with meditation as well. Right. And I remembered when I was back in Italy, then sitting on my couch, I was like, mm-hmm. actually, I felt really good after mm-hmm. that. Maybe I should do something similar to this. Maybe I should do some yoga. Wow. That's how it kind of started. Wow, that's amazing. So from someone who wanted to be a journalist to dealing with something and finding yoga, and now you're in India, but still dealing with healing in a different perspective. How exactly were you able to process while in in a completely different environment, India, learning something new that, you know, became uh, something that you do today, Mm -hmm. but also dealing with the effects of wanting to get better and becoming a different version of yourself. How were you able to process all that? I know that's a loaded question, but. Yeah. yeah. So you're asking, so what, how I was able to process my stuff while in India. While in India, because it's a different environment, you know. True, true. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I went to India after a longer period of like being at home again and I had Mm -hmm. to save up some money again. And that's when I had to deal with like some of my hand mental health as Mm -hmm. well and get a little better. Right. So when I arrived in India at first I loved it like Mm -hmm. I arrived it I just I was just like yeah it was in flow I would say I was meeting Mm -hmm. a lot of great people I love the food I love I love traveling so I felt natural Mm -hmm. um the school itself 
I remember doing yoga mm -hmm. and suddenly afterwards just having a memory come back from my childhood mm. and then I couldn't stop crying and I couldn't oh, wow. stop myself crying for like two hours <laughs> and I was just uh, and then afterwards I was journaling a bunch and everything mm. got out and so yoga unlocked something in me that I wasn't fully aware of that right. this is actually something I have to face wow um to be very honest with you I felt not fully like I felt like there was not full support in that yet. Mm -hmm. Like there was some support, right. but um, and I opened up this thing, but I wasn't fully able to heal it. Mm -hmm. But like there was a part that came it. up. Yeah. I'd made a little beast with it, mm -hmm. but it's definitely something that I had to work on later on as well. Right. You know, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Oh yeah, it makes perfect but sense. But the first step of healing in that sense was uncovering. Mm -hmm. You know, becoming aware. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh wait a moment. Maybe this thing led to this way of right. like treating people, led of this way of attracting situations that right. weren't healthy. You know, maybe like the root causes mm -hmm. there. Wow. So that was the first step. Right. I mean, you know, even to that, I can relate to that a lot. And on this podcast, I like to be vulnerable. And I, I you know, everyone who listens knows this all day. Like he says the same stuff. I was <laughs> like, yeah, I'm trying to, you know, make it safe for people that are sharing their story. Because with me, uh, I had a really bad stutter and I was able to learn that that stutter was was a manifestation of all the trauma that I went through. Mm -hmm. And I had no idea my whole life. So mm -hmm. uh, until when I went and talked to a therapist and started going through the healing journey, it took me like years, but eventually I made all the connection. And yeah. uh, I don't know what you can tell. I don't stutter anymore, I think. No, I don't. Uh, yeah. So, uh, to, you know, I can relate to that point of view, you know, you know, knowing that oh wow i'm going into the unknown but then i'm i'm tapping into the subconscious things that were always there mm. and then not even knowing that they were there so it's like the known and unknown uh so you know yeah. you know i love that point but it, it, you know this next question is up to you if you want to share you know while you were going through that in india was there anything specific that stood out that especially the memories that made you cry was there anything specific about them well, I think it was a generational thing. Mm -hmm. So if you want to, if you want to ask about the memory, the mm -hmm. memory was my mom really holding on to me mm -hmm. and she was very scared. And she was mm -hmm. basically with her uncle and right. her uncle had raped her as a kid. Mm -hmm. So that's the story. Right. And I just realized that a lot of the fears that I had about men, a lot of the situation that I attracted with relationships mm -hmm. kind of stemmed from this. Right. Wow. Um, generational pattern that you pass down daughter to daughter to daughter, mm. you know? And so that is what I realized. And that was like a very, must have been a super early memory because right. I was not quite aware of it, but mm -hmm. it suddenly just came to me and I must have been like, I don't know, four years old or wow. something like that. That's deep. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Like the fact that you can, uh, you know, tap into those memories at such a young age. Cause I don't even remember what I did yesterday. Yeah, like, no, it's right. It's true, right? <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, you know, that, that, that also, you know, uh, speaks on the importance of healing. Yeah. Just the possibilities of how far you can go if, if you just open up to it. Wow. Yeah. That's, I mean, I'm, I have so many questions, but you know, now I want to talk about your own personal self-care, you know, I, right. I, you know I'm, I'm trying to, you know, make it, you know, oof, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. up and down, up and down. Cause you know, I, I don't want to, you know, just shove people all the information in the beginning. Cause yeah. some people get very overwhelmed when I say some people, me, when I'm <laughs> listening to podcasts <laughs> and it's like so heavy, I was like, let's talk about something. That's something good. Something, yeah, it, know, is, it, it is a it, good it's thing. It's all good, but let's talk about something that you do personally when it comes to your day to day. Like what's your own personal self-care 
while you were a, a yoga uh, teacher instructor uh, mm-hmm. which which one do you uh, is the right is it a teacher or instructor they are they all same I guess it's a preference thing mm-hmm. you know I remember my teacher in India she would be very careful about the term teacher because mm-hmm. in India that is like a really big thing big you know it's mm-hmm. a big role so it's like okay I'm someone that teaches yoga is I think still something that I feel co- most comfortable with because mm-hmm. once you attach yourself to the identity uh, of a teacher, yeah. it can get yes. a little slippery slope, right? right? Yeah, the identity. So, it's, it's, it's very scary because yeah. then you forget you are not that craft or that thing that you that do. Thing. And let, let's say someone comes and say something, you're like, oh my God, me, uh, I am I being attacked. But it's not you, it's just the, the craft or whatever is it that you're doing. Uh, but yeah, what is your self-care routine when it comes to you being a yoga instructor mm-hmm. or practitioner, pra- practitioner, can't say that word properly. Yeah. So yoga was definitely sort of my first experience with self-care. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, when I started, I was like, man, this is something that I do where I can truly be by myself. Mm. And I realized that we are really, really Oh, I was really, really, really with myself. Because mm-hmm. even if I'm alone in my room and reading a book or watching mm-hmm. a show or whatever it is, right. I'm still with these characters from the book, from the show, or I listen to music. So I'm not fully with just myself, mm-hmm. with just my own thoughts, just right. my own feelings, just mm-hmm. my own sensation within my own body. Wow. And so doing yoga was sort of like the first time of, man, this is just me. Right. I'm enjoying time with just myself. <laughs> wow, that's 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 very powerful because I feel like a lot of people uh, would um, associate being alone with something like negative. But you, yeah. you found your peace in that sense of being by yourself and finding yourself. That's very beautiful. Wow. I, th- I think you really hit on something, you know, mm-hmm. even me, like being alone can be very triggering, right? Mm-hmm. can be very like you feel uncomfortable. And right. often that's because there's something that we have to look at but we don't want to mm-hmm. we feel something that we don't want to feel right you know maybe we feel lonely maybe we feel anxious whatever it is mm-hmm. and so yoga is a form of practice where you can learn how to self-soothe mm-hmm. how to oh, self-regulate wow. yourself mm-hmm. how to um find a feeling of i'm all right i'm okay mm-hmm. i'm I'm good right here now. Right. This actually can feel good. This huh. moment can feel pleasurable. This moment can feel peaceful. This moment can feel mm-hmm. just okay. You wow. know? And, 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 you know, that's a big benefit to just someone pursuing mental health too. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I, I, even as we, we speak, I'm realizing I'm doing yoga wrong. Because <laughs> <laughs> with me, you know, I, I always hear people say like, capture all your thoughts when you're doing yoga. But, I'm, I'm, but then I'm distracted now. I'm sitting there just like thinking, what am I thinking about right now? What can I mm. capture? And what can I let go? What can I? But but then I feel like that can also be a distraction. But yeah. what I'm hearing as you're talking about it is more like just letting it happen while you are in it. You know, I think mm-hmm. that's a big part that mm-hmm. um, a lot of what we do is all about achieving. It's all about becoming better. It's all about controlling. And right. I think yoga should be a place where you can surrender, mm-hmm. where you can surrender. let go. Mm-hmm. Like and that. You know, if you want to control your mind, mm-hmm. it just, it can get out of the hand. Right. So sometimes, sometimes it's better to, to go, you know, if your mind's a crazy place, mm-hmm. leave the mind alone for a moment <laughs> and go into your body. Mm. Oh, wow. You the know, body, yes. go oh, into the body. I feel like we always forget about the body. 
Yes, we all do, right? We all do. We're like all up there. And so you go into your body, Mm -hmm. you regulate your nervous system. Now that you feel calmer. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. can regulate your nervous system through different yoga techniques, through mm-hmm. breathing. Right. Now that you automatically feel calm because your nervous system has settled down, you're not right. in that flight and fight mm-hmm. system anymore. You're not in that freeze or whichever. Wow. Um, now it's a lot easier to go back into the mind and be huh. like, hey, I can create some distance to my thoughts. Right. You know? Mm. Wow. And, and, and you know, even, even to the point I read somewhere and I actually, I, I'm always reading something. Uh, so, but, but, but I read this somewhere. I'm not sure how accurate it is. So do not quote me people. Uh, but it says that like, you know, most of the time, uh, 70% of the things that we, we think about is something that we have zero control over. And, mm. the, and then the 30% is what we can do right now, which is usually the action. Well, how, how can we make sure that the 70% doesn't overwhelm the 30% where we're just in our head. So I guess the 30% now to me, as you speak, is that body element because we always forget about our body and mm. whenever we're in chaos, we're just in our minds and trying to figure things out instead of just yeah. breathing, like you said. Uh, so when it comes to that breathing, is there is there a specific kind that people can do in, whenever they're in that state of chaos? Yeah, there's oh. a few. And I, I think uh, we need, it's, it's, it's really important that you learn the right breathing mm-hmm. techniques because uh-huh. there's some that wouldn't be good for you. So right. for example, if you're already anxious, some mm-hmm. of the breathing techniques would not be good because they would be too activating, right? Oh, okay. If you're feeling super lethargic and depressed, then you need some other breathing techniques. Mm. So to make it very simple, most of the time when you feel overwhelmed and you feel anxious, you need to calm down. You right. need to calm the nervous system, focus on exhale. Hmm. If you need to bring in more energy, focus on the inhale. That's a huh. simple, simple way of saying it. Right. But most of the time, that's that's what it boils down to. Wow. I, I feel like I have to go apologize to my son and a bunch of people that I'm just saying, just breathe. And they're like, I don't know which one. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the first step is to relax the breath. Mm. And, you know, that's why yoga has a system. Like, okay, first we go to the body. Mm-hmm. We relax the body so the breathing can relax more. Right. And so once the once we are like feeling good in our body, then the the breath will follow. Mm. And then now that we have now we're working with the breath, right. we can go towards meditation. So huh. there's like a linear six system. Right. Because basically what yoga is is like realizing that if we just sit down and try to fight our mind, try to control our mind, mm-hmm. it's really going to be hard right. and it's maybe not even really possible. Possible. Huh. And so let's just work with the body and with the energy first. Right. Oh, wow. You know, it, to me, uh, you know, the, I guess the best example that I can give uh, for the people listening is like, you know, with the house, like a house, if it doesn't have a good foundation, hence the human body, you know, you have to have that solid uh, um, base for yourself when you're going through that you know, rocky, chaotic mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. space. Is there anything particular that people can do to have that strong foundation as so that they can have that uh, understanding of, okay, now I'm going through this. This is what I need to do. Let's say for someone new that have no idea of where yeah. to go, what even what yoga is. Yeah. I mean, you have a really good point with like the foundation, right? Because mm-hmm. even yoga says start with preparing the body even right. before you actually start doing the yoga asanas like mm-hmm. look at your health mm-hmm. 
um, check your diet. Mm. Are you drinking coffee on empty stomach, not eating breakfast, all nervous? And it's like, well, maybe before you think time. about doing a breath <laughs> technique, <laughs> mm -hmm. let's eat breakfast. Mm. Let's have the coffee later. You know, like, let's take care of our health. Drink water. <laughs> Drink water, go mm -hmm. outside, like all that basic stuff. Mm -hmm. I think it's super important that we huh. get there. And wow. that would be something of a foundation. And right. Ayurveda is a part of that. Ayurveda is kind of like balancing um, your body your system wow. huh. and then when you're feeling good within that then you can go mm -hmm. further right. and be yeah i mean we can do these things simultaneously and very often that's what happens you uh -huh. start doing yoga you feel better because you feel better you want to feel even more better like you right. get used to feeling better mm -hmm. sort of i remember starting and being like man this is a level of feeling good that i didn't have before and i want to keep that level if that makes sense wow yeah i mean it, it makes uh Uh, sense to me and, uh, and I'm sure to a lot of the listeners uh, and, and then one thing that I want to emphasize on it like is there is this possible to take off the mat because I feel like we're talking about doing the bre breathing in a controlled space let's say now you are out and about in a very anxious world like America <laughs> uh, and dealing with all the uh, like trying to find a charger for your car <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know dealing with someone yelling at you or cars and like you know how do you maintain a safe dome I guess your mind your body spirit and be able to function in a very high functioning environment yeah it's kind of the goal of yoga right mm -hmm. so I used to have a teacher and he would say We do yoga to get better at life, not to get mm. better at yoga. Oh, uh -huh. wow. Okay, so... Um, so mic drop. <laughs> like, <laughs> Ooh. Right? I'm definitely going to use that as a soundbite. <laughs> right? There we go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... Yeah, that's the thing. Like, do mm -hmm. we do yoga just because it looks good or because it looks nice from the outside? Or do we do yoga for ourselves? If we huh. do yoga for ourselves to feel better and mm -hmm. to get a better relationship to our mind, because right. really that is what yoga is about. Um, you know, if mm -hmm. you boil it all down to it, it is a way to find peace within yeah. ourselves. And so in that case, yes, it will definitely have an effect on you. Mm -hmm. There are so many... Well, I can just say, for example, yoga was the first time when I fully understand that I'm not my thoughts. Right. Wow. And so I do think yeah. that the philosophy is super helpful mm -hmm. with yoga. So right. I feel like if you're only going to classes, might not be enough. It depends mm. on the teacher. It depends on the sort of classes you're doing. I personally think you should. everyone should have a home practice. I right. do think that. And everyone should know some basics on mm -hmm. how to set that up for success. Right. But if you learn how to balance yourself in the morning, set mm -hmm. yourself up for a better day, or right. be able to calm down in the evening hmm. um okay. it's it's great tools because mm -hmm. you know we have tools to self-regulate but a lot of them are not healthy like mm -hmm. you know drinking alcohol is definitely a way of people wanting to to calm down and, mm -hmm. and regulate their nervous system yeah on the long term it might not be the best solution right mm -hmm. and so it's just one of these one of the practices right. there's more to it but like that's i think wow foundation at least yeah and, and you know one thing that i've noticed like Uh, when it comes to mental health, there's so many separation. I feel like it should be like one whole body because I feel like yo yoga uh, and meditation, all of this, they're just doing the same thing. And when it comes to mental health, there's that separation of like, you know, the body, you know, the mind. Uh, uh, what advice do you have uh, for, let, let's say, like an organization that is doing like doing that? How can we combine those two things as one thing? Mm -hmm. is, is, it, is it even possible? 
You know, I have a teacher in India. She was my massage teacher, actually. Mm -hmm. And she had a profound impact on my healing as well. And we're doing Mm -hmm. some sort of massage course. Mm -hmm. And she always used to say, there is no, you know, we always separate the mind from the body. It's Mm -hmm. just, it's just not the case. And even if I think about, you know, my first yoga reaction where Mm -hmm. my memory came up, where my trauma was unlocked, some of it anyways. Right. It shows that we show, we store emotion, we store memories, we store all of that in our body, in right. attention. And I think talking about things is great. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very useful. And we do need that part, you know, step. sharing yeah. our story and all mm-hmm. that. But I do also think we need to work with the body. So mm-hmm. it's that bottom up and top down sort of approach. Right. Just becoming aware of things is not enough. We have to actually feel them. Mm-hmm. And we feel with our bodies. Hmm. If you feel, if you're thinking about what you're feeling, you're not feeling it. You're thinking about it. You're analyzing Mm. it. If you're feeling it, it's like, oh, wow, I feel this in my stomach. I feel the heaviness in my heart. I feel Mm. this restriction in my throat. Mm. It's a body experience. Wow. And so that's why I think we need to work with the body Mm. um, and like combine all of that. Wow. And so I do understand that a lot of like people within the mental health are like scared of like going that direction. Mm -hmm. And even, I do think people need touch, they need hugs. Mm -hmm. Like that's why for me that massage course course was so healing because it's like loving awareness, Mm -hmm. touch. Um, We we need that aspect too. Like even just think about the pandemic, people Mm -hmm. didn't have any touch and how did, what kind of impact did that have on mental health, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Wow. And, and, you know, you've already mentioned this already, but you, you like brought it up again. Uh, is there like anything particular when it comes to experiences with yoga that's helping you, uh, uh, which you've mentioned already, which is the touch. Uh, I just wanted to elaborate more mm-hmm. into what that looks like for someone who may be wondering what, it, what exactly is that magic? Or what is she talking about? Like, <laughs> so, yeah. um, so the question is how does yoga help you? Uh-huh. Uh, in your own experience because you do it all uh, pretty much every day because I know you know when you do something every day it can become mundane pretty quickly uh, but in yoga is does that happen or do you have something specific as an example that helps you keep wanting to pursue that every waking moment of your life so I don't I think that yoga changes for me anyways. I went through, definitely through different phases. I went mm-hmm. to phases where I did it every day. I went to phases where I don't do it every day. Right. Just making it clear I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had different sort of yoga practices right. in my life that helped for different things. Mm-hmm. So for example, I w- there was a time where I felt quite depressed and I didn't feel like I can even get onto the mat right. at all. Mm-hmm. So it was then I went to a yin yoga class that was before i started teaching but yeah i went Mm -hmm. to a yin yoga class Mm -hmm. and it was sort of like a workshop and i felt like the shift there and i I knew that after the class okay now things are slowly getting better right and so yin yoga was for me a great way of just really feeling the feeling and being with that emotion Mm -hmm. so at that time that's what i needed then when i was about to build up my business but wasn't quite there yet i was doing a specific practice that was very grounding and very Mm -hmm. stabilizing and that was hatha yoga Mm -hmm. and that i did consistently and it helped me to be a little bit more grounded in my body and more 
you know, less in my head. Right. I was traveling a lot and then settling again. And so that mm. was very helpful. And I think that that yoga practice helped me to open mm. my business. It gave right. me the strength for it. Wow. So. Wow. That's, it, that's really powerful. Because what I'm hearing is like the experience happened in the body. So the mind acts as, as, as like the warning that goes off. Like, yo, what's happening? Yeah. Well, the body, so, you know. You can understand something on a logical level, mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean it has, yes. It doesn't mean that that you're not gonna feel anxious anymore. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. Like you can understand that jumping off that cliff mm -hmm. is totally safe. Right. You can know that, that nothing's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. You wanna jump, the body's gonna be like, nope. Yep. Because you're gonna like make a few steps yep. and you're like, nope. The body you knows. know, it freezes. It's like no, no way. Mm -hmm. And so the, just knowing and understanding is not enough. Right. And so with yoga, what you do is you work with the nervous system. Mm -hmm. You regulate the nervous system. Interesting. And the nervous system, so basically you have the nervous system, the mm -hmm. breath, mm -hmm. and the mind. They're all, all right. linked together. Mm -hmm. So let's say you're feeling super calm. The breath mm -hmm. is going to be calm. The right. nervous system is going to be calm. There's going to be almost no thoughts in your mind. Mm -hmm. Say you're feeling very anxious, maybe you even have a panic attack. Think about right. how you're going to breathe. Barely, right. maybe not even getting any air. Mm -hmm. The mind's going to freak out. Right. So if you want to change something, what's the easiest of these three things to change? Mm. Your breath. Right. Okay. And you, through the body, you have access to the breath. Mm -hmm. So for example, let's do a lot of forward folds. Mm. forward folds are very grounding and they help you to exhale right and now you exhale deeply mm -hmm. it sends a signal to the body saying like oh we're safe here right you're gonna the diaphragm is gonna relax and you're gonna breathe into the belly mm -hmm. which is gonna stimulate digestive system mm -hmm. and it's called rest and digest mm. nervous system for a right. reason mm -hmm. so if you start to like the diaphragm is massaging your belly it's gonna stimulate digestion mm -hmm. it's like oh it's safe now i have time to digest that meal huh you know, I don't have to yeah. run away right now. The body's right. like that. Mm -hmm. And so now that the body feels safe and the breath is flowing freely, right. now you have the capacity to step back a moment and not freak out. You know right. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And be like, all right, your thoughts are automatically going to slow down a little right. bit. Huh. Wow. And, um, you know, one thing that I keep hearing is like, you know, there's a lot of, you know, body movement happening as we're talking about yoga, uh, especially like breath work. And, mm -hmm. But, you know, even though we know how to breathe, I feel like we still don't know how to breathe. And um, one thing that I wanted to emphasize on, um, l l let's say someone who has a different mental health needs, uh, mm -hmm. that, that may be a block for them to pr like even practice all those physical needs or yeah, uh, is there a way for them to practice yoga while dealing with all of those, you know, difficulties? Yeah, I was doing yoga with my grandma who was in mm -hmm. the mid 90s oh, wow. and she was just sitting in a chair mm -hmm. and we were just doing some twists, some little forward folds mm -hmm. um you can totally just breathe you can mm -hmm. go straight to breathing that's fine right it's just um you know we want to feel good in our body mm -hmm. it, it's you know when we're tensed up we want to i feel like yoga can feel like a hug that we give ourselves mm -hmm. it's like you're good you're right yeah there you go self-love self-hug <sighs> you that's know important. and then mm -hmm. and then afterwards the breath is going to be easier to manipulate mm -hmm. and then when we do that and then we go to the next step mm. but everyone can do yoga um you know no matter how you you look no matter if, whether you're flexible or not how right. old you are 
um, even if you can do barely any poses, even if you can't mm. freaking move much, right. you, you can do the breathing, you can um, do the meditations. Right. Huh. I do feel like there's a practice for everyone. Right. Yeah. And I hear like a lot of like self-loving, like self-acceptance, self-nurturing. And when it comes to yeah. practicing yoga, because uh, I feel like that's lacking right now. Um, you know, that's something that I focus on a lot. And mm -hmm. there's different approaches, but I feel like, yes, we need discipline, but we need discipline that's a form of self-love. Mm -hmm. If we're just okay. beating ourselves up again for mm -hmm. not being perfect, for not practicing an hour every day, right. there's no point. Mm -hmm. I personally also think less is more, maybe just do 10 minutes a day, mm -hmm. um, but Key. do it more often, mm -hmm. you know. Wow. And I'm going to apply that to myself because yeah. I just started working out again after not working out in seven years because mm. I played soccer pro mm. and I figured my body will be fine until when I'm super old, but it's not. Even right now, <laughs> I'm, I'm literally taking your advice, stretching my hip. <laughs> but, but, but then I, I, I started working out and I'm so like impatient. Mm. I'll go to the gym and I want to I want to like break out. But then I, I was like, oh, this is so annoying. I have to do this every day and I leave. Mm -hmm. uh, because when I go to the gym, I try to do too much in every time that I go. Uh, but to your point, the you know, just moderation, just showing up consistency applies the same for yoga as well. That's, that's yeah, thank you for that. I'm going to start applying maybe 10 push-ups a day. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think the hardest part is starting like with right. everything else, right? Mm -hmm. And when you're there, you're like, man, that feels so good. I might do a little more, but right. you don't have to. Mm -hmm. So if you put that pressure on yourself, that's oh, how pressure. I work, mm -hmm. you know? Um, I work best with like a loving attitude. Right. I don't like being pushed too much. Mm -hmm. And I have that in myself that I used to push myself too hard right. for things. And in the end, I just burn down or shut off. Right. And so for me, self-love is everything. And I think huh. self-love mm -hmm. is the more we heal, the more loving we are towards ourselves. Right. That's wow. what it is. True. And um, uh, in your in your own experience working with people, do, do, what do you call them? Clients or uh, just people that want to better themselves? Is there a specific oh, term for it? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I like this. Friends. From, from now on, all my clients are friends. No more clients. Attracting friends. But yeah, so all the friends that you work with so far, is there anything unique about everyone's experience when they start doing the process and getting to get their body ready to learn something new? I think everyone's body is already ready. Mm -hmm. Like that's fine. Mm. You know, it doesn't matter if you can, if you're very flexible or if you're barely able to fold forward, right. you're going to have the same effect. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't really matter mm -hmm. about that. Um, but everyone is different. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I think that's a little bit of a catch 22. We're going to group classes because right. you're not fully sure what you're going to get. Right. That's why I love working one-on-one -on -one with one people -on -one. as well, just mm -hmm. because that also gives them the space to talk about their stuff and mm -hmm. have someone that to listen to. Oh, you know, wow. I think okay. that's important as well. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, most people that came to my yoga classes or come to my yoga classes, they're the ones that need to calm down. Because right. like all, most people in our society, we just need to like, ground and calm down mm -hmm. we're so overstimulated right and stressed out and so that's kind of the first step mm -hmm. and when you find that stability and a groundness groundness then you can build up more energy right because there's yoga practices that give you a lot of energy but mm -hmm. if you aren't balanced within yourself sometimes that can go sideways right. so 
Wow, that's that's freaking awesome. And and um one thing that keep popping in my head is like, you know, it's it sounds like there's some dialogue happening whenever you're working with your friends and you know, you're helping them learn about all of these different ways of doing yoga. Uh you know, do you find that hard while, you know, you were trying to help them focus, you know, breathe but people wanting to share? Uh, now it's becoming more of like a a, a therapy-ish type of uh like interaction, not that uh. The, 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 you know, do you experience that at all? In my classes, no. Usually, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, like, I've been doing my green card now, so I haven't mm-hmm. been working as consistent right? because I wasn't allowed to. Yeah. So, basically, I was just doing free stuff or working right. with friends. Mm-hmm. Now, I finally got the green card so I can start again. But congrats, when I had my congrats. yoga, thank you, thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. When I had my yoga studio, we would have the class. Right. There was no talking. Everyone's kind of like just focused on themselves. There's right. a lot of silence that I want to give people. Mm-hmm. But then afterwards, I would always have tea for everyone. And we would just like hang out a little, mm-hmm. drink tea, talk. Wow, that's and awesome. And chat a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like that community that, right. you know, I was building with that. I, I craved it for myself, to be mm-hmm. honest. And yeah. it was just fun. Wow. But more talking happens in one-on-one sessions. Right. Okay. That's when yeah. sometimes, you know, you start doing like, First few sessions is just yoga and then the talking goes like longer and longer and longer. Yeah, just, and so the yoga gets shorter, shorter. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sometimes it's sense. a little bit like that. Yeah, I like remember doing yoga and then after we were done and then we spent like an hour talking. Mm-hmm. And then the whole time I wanted to go home, but then the conversation <laughs> was getting better and I just stood there. But I was in my head. Funny thing. I was in my head. <laughs> and then just like, man, I have to tell them I have something to do. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just talking, I, I, but but then the conversations are usually just because I feel like our bodies are relaxed, we're yeah, chill. Yeah. And now we you know you have the patience to even listen to people. Yeah. Do you do you do you have that in your sessions where the session is over, but people are just hanging out and talking? But the session is what? Sorry. Like after the session is over, oh, yeah. especially the group classes. Yeah. yeah. All the time. It was always like that. <laughs> yeah. So and my I, my classes would always be at least half an hour over. But yeah. I already calculated that and it was yeah. fine. <laughs> right. That's nice. And, and, you know, now that we're getting to the end of it, I want to go into the workshops that you do. You mm-hmm. know, I, I know you have one coming up. Yeah. When, when uh, is that? That's very soon. That's already this Saturday. This Saturday. And okay. We have to put this podcast tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so people can know. Uh, okay. Yeah. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to happen in Kansas City here at mm-hmm. Loving Souls. It's a new studio in right. the Shawnee area. Mm-hmm. And what I teach people there is how to start their own home practice. Oh, wow. Because like we said before, I do think that yoga works best if it's tailored to your own needs. Mm-hmm. And it works best if you can do it consistently. Right. And I love it when yoga becomes a tool for people to self-regulate, self-nurture, mm-hmm. self-care right. practice. Mm-hmm. And so I want to give them the sort of the tools and techniques on how to put it together themselves. Wow. So what we do is first we go through a sequence together that I teach. Then we go through the different sort of post categories that mm-hmm. have different energetic effects. Huh. Talk about that, try it out on each other, adjust each other, just like get some basic alignment going as well. Because that's mm-hmm. important that people don't hurt themselves, you know, right. during the practice. Gonna have a break afterwards. We break down that sequence that we did in the start. I mm-hmm. explain how you put it together and let people reflect on what kind of practice they need most and then help them put their own practice, right. like a little structure together sort of thing mm-hmm. so they can get started when they go home. That's oh, that's wow. the workshop. 
Yeah, that's very streamlined. Um, I'm not sure what whether streamlined is the right uh, description for it because that sounds so productive. You know? <laughs> 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 you're like, nah, you know, you know yeah, everything uh, is very taught out. You know, nice. yeah, I used to have the five week course that mm-hmm. was kind of like that and didn't really have that title. It was kind of like that. Mm-hmm. And so I only had three hours in this one. I was like, mm-hmm. I just really want people to feel empowered to go home do their own practice. And you can totally free flow and I encourage that as well, but Mm -hmm. you need a little bit of an understanding. Otherwise you can only do YouTube or you can only do guided classes. You need a little bit of an understanding how to put it together for yourself. Mm -hmm. And then once you have that basic structure, Mm -hmm. you can be creative in it. You can take your time in it. You can go as fast or as slow as you need at that time. There's just some 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 basic sort of guidelines I want to give people to understand so they don't feel overwhelmed when they want to start. Right. Yeah. And and, and, and do you have this online as well? There's uh, like not workshops? Yet. Not yet. Not yet. Um, but is that in the plan in the future? It is in the plan now okay. that I've got my green card and I can right. get going again. What's up? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I used to do um, meditation classes, meditation, actually, well, courses where mm-hmm. I also taught people how to meditate themselves. Oh, nice. So this one is more focused on the, well, when you say yoga, in reality, it is including meditation, but this mm-hmm. one is more on the asana focused and right. we, we just touch on the rest a little bit. Mm-hmm. I do think that it's a good start for people and then, wow. but there will be more coming. So yeah. Right. Wow. That's awesome. I, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I can keep talking to you the whole day, but you know, we're at the ending of the podcast now and I want you to take this moment to let our listeners know where they can find you or if you have any course that that's currently available, your website, this is all you, you get to close the podcast. Oh, thank you. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. So, um, you can find me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's Maria Laura Yoga. Mm-hmm. So Maria Laura underscore yoga. Mm-hmm. And then my website is also www.marialauraYoga.com. Um, I think these two places are probably the best to start. You can just shoot me a DM on Instagram or find me. Um, email is hello at marialauraYoga.com. And yeah, um, I'm getting started on more online content. And once that is out, I invite people to just hit me up if they have questions or want to join. Right. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're going to have questions because you, you know, you've shared so many different uh, ways of doing yoga, like the breath work, like all the different terms, like the hatha, the hatha. I, mean, I I'm hope just saying, it wasn't too confusing. <laughs> I'm saying all these things, that, you know. So the hatha yoga, yes. The hatha, you see, I was saying that. So I'm sure people are going to have questions. So if you do, listeners uh, or friends uh, from now on, no more listeners. So my friends, what's up, what's up? We, we out here. Uh, but yeah, so if you have any question, reach out. You know, you know, I'm going to have all her social media in the show notes, including the website. And the goal is to have this podcast available so that you guys can check out the course. Do, do you have the location um, uh, or maybe the address shout out? Um, you don't remember the address? It's next to Thai Orchid. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's a nice next little to restaurant. What's the name Mission. of the location? Um, yeah, I don't know the address, to be honest. <laughs> I would have to check, check it. We can you know, pause the podcast and find yeah. it out. And I'll say it. it is going to be on the show notes. There we go. It is on uh, husband came 6518 Mart Street, Mission, Kansas, 66202. 
That's United like States. Four blocks, four blocks from my house. There you go. <laughs> That's crazy. It's a sign, okay. Oh crap! I just put my address in public. <laughs> hey, I'm playing. It's not. It's, this know. is just your second, third house <laughs> right. that you have there. Maybe you're renting out. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I don't spend a lot of time there, so it's cool. Anyway, but yeah, thank you so much for being here today. You know, this was a really, really good uh, conversation. I feel like I've learned a lot. So. I'm going to try you. all of the things that you've shared here today and I'll, you know, work on my patience when it comes to working out because I want to go to the gym today and be fit today, but it doesn't work like that. Consistency is key, apparently. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so do, do you have any last words uh, for someone who wants to be a yoga instructor and they don't know where to start or where to go? If you want to be a yoga instructor, don't overthink it um, and do a yoga teacher training. Mm -hmm. What I would say is... With yoga, I, you know, the styles are important, but a teacher is more important, mm -hmm. I think, you know, because right. like every teacher has their own sort of style. Right. So find someone that you vibe with, mm -hmm. find someone where you feel safe. And I personally like practices that are a little slower, a little bit mm -hmm. more focused on silence so you can actually go within. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, yeah just um, just do it. So it's going to be great. Do you do you offer teachings? Do you do you teach people how to become a yoga instructor in the future or now currently? I actually was asked to do a teacher training in India. You mm -hmm. know the teacher that told you. Um, yeah. The yeah. Massage. Well, mm -hmm. the massage one. Yeah, they have mm -hmm. a school, and we were talking about doing a teacher training. Then pandemic and all this stuff happened. Yeah. So in the future. We are thinking about it, and yeah, it might be might be up in the future sometime soon. Who knows? All righty. Well, <laughs> uh, you guys heard it here first. You know, we just recently found out that hundred percent of our listeners are old women. There you go. And, you know, she's <laughs> a woman teacher. Though, so yes. if you wanna learn how to become a yoga instructor, you know, follow her Instagram. And again, you know, this conversation can keep going, but we're going to have to cut it here because we're literally minutes from the cutoff time. And uh, again, thank you so much for being here today. You know, thank I look you so forward for to me. learning more and uh, seeing your stuff. Ho ho hopefully we can collaborate again on the listening series or the tour that we've been planning for the past three years. So, but yeah, thank you so much for being here. This is the Freedom Project and we are out. Thank you. Thank you.